Monster Prom, a competitive multiplayer comedic dating simulator where players try to take one of the many beautiful monsters to prom. Can our hosts find a story within the comedic scenarios, suggestive situations, and frankly, sexy monsters? Find out on this episode of Game Reel. Welcome to Game Reel, everybody. I am Cassidy Easton, your host, and these are my beautiful co-hosts, Matthew Brennan and Annika Gatormson. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Another Thursday. (laughs) Today we are talking about a very fun game called Monster Prom. Monster Prom is a visual novel game. Uh, It's a dating simulator It was released in 2018 and has had a lot of DLC and another game come out in the recent years. It is multiplayer, it is comedic, it is beautifully illustrated, and it is very funny. All of us have played this game. Uh, We actually all played it pretty recently. And I guess I'll start all of this out by asking you guys. Well, first of all, what do you think of the game? I love the game. I thought it was so much fun. I remember mm-hmm. when the first one was being made that like all these people in the gaming community were super hyped for it on Twitter because I remember like mm-hmm. Jack Septicai voiced one of the characters and he was talking a lot yeah. about like the behind the scene process and like how fun that was for him. But I never got the chance to play it and so I'm really happy that I finally did because it was so much fun and I would would honestly recommend buying it if you haven't. We're not sponsored by them. No. But, you know, if you're listening, Monster Prom. <laughs> you actually mentioned Jacksepticeye. There's a lot of, like, YouTuber people in this game. Yeah. Like, uh, Aaron Hansen from The Game Grumps is in this game. And then yeah. uh, ProZD is also in this game. He plays he plays one of the characters you can play. I think Ross also from Game Grumps does somebody. I don't recall. Who oh, that. yeah. He does Sheldon. He does the little, like, incel Kappa dude. Oh yeah. oh yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. This game is a star-studded cast and it's very funny and it's great to play with multiple people. Every round lasts depending on how many people you have, it lasts between an hour, a half hour and an hour and a half or longer. It's dirty mm-hmm. though, so maybe don't play with your parents. <laughs> Please do not let your children play this game. <laughs> it is very sexy. <laughs> So, <laughs> speaking of sexy, uh, do you guys have a favorite character from this game? Although my favorite is not one of the dateable characters. It's the mm. DLC boy from the second game, Noodles. The little squid <laughs> yeah. guy. One of the greatest mm. um, fictional characters I think I've seen in recent years. <laughs> so good. Very happy that there's a silly, goofy option like that. I think if the green guy in this game was not voiced by ProZD, I would have been mm. like, fuck that guy. Let's put the noodle guy in. <laughs> God, he's going to be your favorite for the second game, too. I know it. Um, he's the He'll be plot integral, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a, for those who don't know or don't own Monster Camp, uh, he's one of the playable characters in the second game, and he's literally just like a little jellyfish with a face. Mm-hmm. He's adorable and hilarious. He has very intense anime faces. It like Close. reminds me of like JoJo's and Bo 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 Bo. If you guys remember that from middle school. Yeah, I was I was genuinely upset that um, the person you were trying to ask out in Monster Camp denied you because I was I really wanted to see what what it would look like for this little jellyfish to be like on a date with. Oh yeah, with it was absolutely one of the yeah. What, does he get sexual the... endings too? I mean, he must. No, well, that's the thing about the sexy endings in these games is your character's not usually like featured in them. It's usually just like a sexy picture of the person you're dating that you unlock that oh. goes in the gallery. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, um, Annika, do you have a favorite character? <laughs> My favorite from Monster Prom is Polygeist. Yeah. Polygeist is pretty fucking good. She's so she... fun. I, I love that. 
her whole thing is she's sad that she's dead, so she's just gonna take every drug she can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's really... I think she's maybe one of the funniest characters, although I haven't... I don't know uh, Calculester or Zoe's deal very much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I she's always been, like, the funniest character to me, right behind, like, Scott, the, the himbo werewolf. Yeah. I also... I also saw that in in some of the dialogue, you find out that her and the girl Faith from the Coven have kind of a fling, which I thought was fun. The Coven's cool. I really like the Coven, I love but the Coven. they're not my favorite. <laughs> um, my favorite. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a little basic, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that my favorite was uh, Damien when I first saw him. No. When I first played this mm. game, and I I just like Damien. I think he's. He's like he's like the bad boy character of all of them, but he's a demon, so he's like his bad boyness is just like being really stupid and burning things and hurting people <laughs> and doing evil. We sort of blasted through it, but do we want to get into the pitches? Yeah, I'm down. Sure, yeah. All right. Uh who wants to go first? I feel like with how like the game plays and the multiplayer aspect of it, which is mm-hmm. really cool, and I like doing that a lot. And I think, like, in the marketing, they're, like, it's the only, like, multiplayer dating sim. Which I don't know if that's true, but hopefully, like, it inspires there to be more after which, which I'm sure it is because it's very popular. Yeah. But I feel like that mechanic of it was really fun. And although, because we are all gentlemen here, <laughs> none of us were trying to, like, compete for any one person. Yeah. But I think... You know, in like pettier circles, it would, uh, <laughs> you know, people would try to do that. And so I think yeah. probably the best way to like go at this kind of thing is doing like a bunch of like different like little subplots that, yeah, basically like a bunch of like multiple plot lines like going together with like following each different people trying to date or like do whatever mm-hmm. with like the prom being like the big thing where everything coalesces. Yeah. And in like particular, I was thinking like stuff. Like, having maybe a few people battle for prom queen and king, or, like, someone's trying to ruin the prom, or, mm-hmm. like, someone's trying to do, like, an anti-prom, and, like, all of that, like, coming at odds. I see what you're going yeah. for, and I kind of had, like, a sort of similar idea for mine. It's similar in just the way that, like, I I, I agree with Matt that there should be, like, some conflict of, of, like, people wanting to date the same person. Because that is, like, one of the things the game like fosters is being able to like either help or sabotage your fellow players and who they're trying to date so you can date them instead so my pitch would basically i was thinking like a a john hughes kind of movie like 16 candles or something like that where it's like or like breakfast club where it's like these quote-unquote teenagers there's the main characters which they all have names by the way the main characters would be vicky the frankenstein girl Amira, the fire fire girl, Brian, the zombie boy, and Oz, the little shadow boy. They would be the main characters, and they would all be kind of like outcasts or not as popular, and they really want to get with like the popular kids, and then there's like conflict there somehow between them or like among them while they all try to get with these popular kids that they want to go to prom with. And that's pretty much it. I don't know exactly what the journey will be, be but i i also think it should like culminate at prom it doesn't all take place at prom but the the climax should be at prom like in jennifer's body yeah yes yeah yeah uh annika did you uh what was your pitch my pitch is i think a little bit different than y'all's so Mm -hmm. one of the characters or groups of characters that i was most drawn to when we played the game was the coven they're not Mm -hmm. like a big part of the first game joy has like a a bigger role in the second game but i still was really drawn to like their dynamic and their backstory so i was reading about it more in the wiki and it was describing like they have this goal to defeat this like quote big bad that they kind of never explain more about but that they say they had a friend named grace who was part of their group and who was killed by the big bad. And so that's why they're like so intent on on finishing this. 
So I thought it'd be interesting Hmm. to do something that follows their backstory. Like the main character would be one of the playable characters like Vicky or Amira, who kind of gets like thrown into helping them and who falls in love with Joy. But there's a conflict because Joy wants to bring back Grace somehow, like bring her back from the dead. So I guess there would be like kind of a love triangle type thing. And then maybe Grace could appear similarly to Polygeist as a ghost who they're trying to like bring back from the dead. Oh, there's something else I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah, I was just going to say it would be in the vein of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer show <laughs> with like <laughs> hokey action sequences and like silly dialogue. But it's like super yeah. earnest and you want to root for everyone because you like them so much. I think we can all agree that whatever we end up making should it should be like a comedy yeah. because yeah, this totally. this game is very very funny. I kind of feel like we can do all of our ideas. I feel like we could combine them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel like this idea of resurrecting someone, there's like mm-hmm. a lot of like little spells and like specific things in the game that you know, like, I think for one of yours routes, it's like, oh, give me, like, the tampon, use tampon of I literally did that today. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I did that when I played today to refresh myself a little bit. I, like, I, like, I, like, focused on Vera's route, and I did that quest where she, like, asks for the tampon of the prior prom queen for a blood ritual. <laughs> yeah, so I don't see why, like, a blood ritual, like, that has to happen, like, on the night of prom, like, couldn't be, mm-hmm. like the thing for this like coven plot yeah Mm -hmm. totally annika actually your thing could actually be like a big conflict in the movie i think i think we could have like the four playable characters oz brian amira and vicky maybe all four of them their whole their collective goal is they want to go to prom with one of the popular kids Mm -hmm. and then either vicky or amira wants to secretly go to prom with like joy she like says oh why don't we ask the witch of coven to like help us out oh yeah and then maybe there's some like supernatural conflict that the witch coven knows about that makes them agree to this i yeah and i definitely like the idea of it being like three or four different smaller subplots that then like have to Mm -hmm. conjoin on the night of prom so maybe the coven plot could be one of them and we have to yeah. fill in the yeah. other two or two or three. I think I think the coven plot could even be like the main one. Like the coven knows about some like big bad, yeah. Yeah, like something bad's going to happen on prom night and maybe like the one of the reasons that the coven agrees to help is because they know that the one of these kids like wants to get with one of the people who's instigating the big bad thing happening. Maybe it's Vera. Hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> probably and they like like gotta go like for girl huh yeah like like maybe oz or someone has a crush on vera and it's like they're like oh well we can we can maybe use this to our advantage mm-hmm. or something and it's like they double cross them or something or they like use the the four awkward kids because i'm picturing even though these like four playable characters look really cool in all the art that they're in i'm yeah. picturing them being like not very popular and kind of disliked for one reason or the other like vicky seems like she's very outward but awkward and then amira seems like a rebel and then brian's just kind of like chilled out and oz is very shy yeah i can Mm -hmm. see that and i i feel like the game supports that theory too because you could theoretically tank every conversation (laughs) and make (laughs) no one like you yeah Mm mm-hmm Theoretically. Theoretically, if you wanted yeah. to do that. Yeah, we didn't. That didn't happen to us. <laughs> we're all very, very smart, charismatic. We're people. very, yeah, we're very good at this game. <laughs> Definitely. We're good gamers. If memory serves, I don't remember any of us actually getting to go to prom with any of them. <laughs> no, Anna got to, no. she got to like virtual fourth base with Lester. Oh, yeah. Calculester. Oh, yeah. Which is not even the robot prom. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calculester, I gotta say, he's Amazing. he's a shadow he's a shadow pick for one of my favorite characters. Not to derail, but he's he's great. He's a robot and he's very he's he's like learning about the world and he's very like kind. Kind. Li- I thought he was evil. Calculester? Yeah. Nah. No man. In the like 
for all of the first and second game, he was, like, advocating against evil. He was like, no, we shouldn't do bad things. Oh, I guess so. I mean, maybe he, it... But he was Just because he's a robot doesn't mean he's evil. Oh! Yeah, and he made, like, a virtual <laughs> orgy dimension. Like, that's, like, True. the nicest thing you could do, you know? I think I yeah. was skeeved out because at one point he accidentally creates the Matrix and, like, traps all these people in his mind, like, in a pseudo-Matrix. And I was like, is that ethical? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who hasn't done that by accident, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, hey, he, he, maybe he can be one of the people that these kids are trying to trying to take the prom. He has to be in the movie. He's too iconic. I Absolutely. Think, to mm-hmm. His design is so good. I love. I have a weakness for robots that have like a CRTV for a head. <laughs> yeah. How how do we how do we want the structure of this to go? Like, I think that the main conflict should be that the coven is trying to stop something and they're using the four awkward kids to like help them stop it but the awkward kids don't really care about that and they just want to go to prom with the people they want to go to prom with i feel like we have to find a way to tie going to prom with a specific person as important to the plot do you know what i'm trying Mm -hmm. to say Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah Ooh, maybe it's a mystery what do you mean? Maybe it's like a maybe it's like a clue style mystery where the coven doesn't know which of the popular kids is like the one who's going to bring about this like age of darkness or whatever. Oh. And so they are trying to figure it out and they're they want the four popular kids to figure it out by by also trying to date them. You know what? That that's perfect. What if it was the coven has narrowed it down to four people, like four of the characters who could potentially be aligned with the big bad, but they don't know who it is. So they're like, we need you shy, awkward kids to try and romance them so that they'll all be together and we can keep an eye on them at prom and they can't sneak off. So so then in that case, the coven wouldn't be keeping like a secret that like we're trying to stop something big. They'll be like upfront about it. Yeah. Be like, listen, we're trying to stop the end of the world, so we'll help you get with these kids. And maybe it's the the main four, the only like awkward, losery people who like are unpopular enough to care, because everyone else is like, you know, they're doing their own shit. They don't really yeah. do shit. All right, cool. Oh yeah, and also the cat girl. Uh, I should mention <laughs> the the cat girl shop shopkeeper. She, you can also take her to prom. Wait, really? really? Yes. How? Uh, it involves going to the shop a lot. <laughs> oh. You basically cool. have to go to the shop all the time, and then eventually she's like, "Hey, why do you keep coming in here?" Oh, that's cool. Maybe I should have asked her to prom after buying a brick of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> who do we want our potential four monsters who are might bring about the end of the world to be? One has to well, be. One Vera. of them has to be Polly. I feel. Ooh. Vera Polly, really. I just, I just feel like everyone likes Polly. My like vibe when I was like going through like Monster Prom YouTube is that she's best girl, and I, I'm not gonna argue with that. I agree, yeah. but I also think that we can, like, even if they're not like one of the main four that are trying to be dated, we can still have them as like, you know, side characters that are in the movie and have importance. That's true. Because I, if you're, if you ask me, all of these characters are so iconic that it's like. We gotta keep them. We have. We gotta have them all in the movie, one way or the other. Fair. I mean, we can still have Polly be one of the the final four, but like, she doesn't strike me as someone who wants to end the world. I'm not sure if any of them would want to, and I was thinking maybe we could do a red herring. Oh. Like for mm. who wants to bring about the end of the world? How do you mean? Um, I was thinking perhaps that the coven like have been like confused with some like dark treacherous magic and these four are not actually like the main person but they're like secretly pawns by some like other greater evil oh like what like the prince maybe the prince yeah (laughs) the the star prince perhaps i think we should include him i like him a lot he's gotta be in the movie yeah he's gotta be actually the first thing that came to my mind was it actually being the shopkeeper and that perhaps she's like Mm. have given each four of those red herring kids like a magical artifact that's needed to bring about like the end of the world at prom you know what i mean 
Oh, ooh. I like that. I don't like throwing this character under the bus, but... Mm -hmm. I like the idea of it being the shopkeeper, because it's not someone you would ever expect. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the best mystery movies, it's always the person you don't expect. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe she's just trying to ruin prom. Yeah, maybe because no one's wanted to go to prom with her. The way she wants to ruin prom would also end up, like, ruining the world. (laughs) Destroying the entire galaxy. (laughs) Okay, here's the pitch. It may be a little weird, but what if Zoe is also part of, like, the catalyst of ruining the world? I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, Zoe is, for those who haven't played the game, she's, like, a DLC character for the base game. And she is like this purple tentacle sort of eldritch horror girl who's got like a green eye on her head. And she's like big into anime and, you know, shipping things and people. Yeah. Yeah. She like literally ships each of the snakes on Vera's hair together. (laughs) So she's like, she's like kind of wild like that. But yeah, I kind of had an idea when you said that of like, Maybe Zoe is, like, the catalyst, and, like, mm-hmm. these four artifacts will make her go nuts and, like, destroy existence or something. Yeah. Like, maybe the world-ending portal opens with her. Yeah, it, like, uh. starts in her brain or something. Yeah, because isn't... There was a piece of dialogue in the game, I remember, that was, like, Zoe got so mad that she deleted the world and then replaced it with an identical copy yeah (laughs) Yeah. so we know she has the capability to do this she literally could undo existence if she wanted to um (laughs) which is i think is great because she's also such a weirdo like character (laughs) all right cool so i like this i like this uh this conflict we have oh i guess we were gonna try and figure out which four characters were the ones that are Guys are going to romance. Yeah. Who are we thinking? Vera, naturally. Yeah. Maybe Miranda, because she's, I think, one of the most evil of all of them. I don't think Damien is evil enough to try that. Yeah, I mean, he might be evil enough, but I don't think he's smart enough. I just I just think, I, I have a hard time thinking that the Coven, who are pretty smart, would suspect Damien. But then I guess who else would they suspect? So then our three are Vera, Damien, Miranda, and then who's our fourth? I was gonna Calculester. Calculester. <laughs> I was sort of thinking the same thing. He's a wild card. You don't know like, yeah, the programming he's... he has. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Annika? I was gonna say maybe Liam, because he yeah. seems to have like evil tendencies, but also I just don't really like him at all. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's one of the shit tier monster hunter. Yeah, monster prom characters. He's the only one that I just don't care for at all. Liam's the first vampire I've I've ever didn't like. Cause he's annoying. I, I mean, I you you guys know my my bias towards vampires, so I can't say that I I completely dislike him. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. All right, so then our four are Vera, Damian, Miranda, and Liam. I think we should definitely give like Scott and Polly like a little side thing because throughout, I think most of the roots, it shows that they're like friendly pranksters and they have like their yeah. own little thing going on i think they're really good friends honestly i think we yeah. could have a scene where they throw a party together and Ooh. like everyone's invited that could be like the thing in the middle like the thing that the coven like kind of points the four main characters to and be like all right you gotta go to this party you gotta like fucking party your asses off and you gotta romance these people or at least like get your foot in the door there well i think they can get their foot in the door early on i just think that they the party should be like a major mission. It's like, hey, listen, there's a party happening soon and we need you to do some major reconnaissance mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, and that would be the part where the four of them are like, but we're too ugly. And then the coven gives them all makeovers <laughs> <laughs> and cast placebo spells on them. Yeah, because honestly, they're all extremely handsome. Uh, so I guess... From like, how does this movie start? How are we saying this movie starts? I think, I think we should do, like, some kind of like cheesy high school like intro lunchroom. Yeah, some like Mean Girls or like super bad, super bad or like Booksmart. Honestly, 
Oh. Like Booksmart does a really great job at introducing all these zany characters that you meet. Maybe we need a voiceover. Who who do you think should be the one whose voice it is? Noodles. <laughs> Noodles is going to be in the second movie, Matt. You got to let him go. <laughs> Don't make me. <laughs> Here's I'll put forward my my little pitch. I think Vicky should maybe be the main character. Mm. I like she's that. got she's got protagonist energy. Yeah, she's unassuming. She does. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she is charming, but she's not like there's nothing about her that seems like very characteristic. Like she's not like the the lazy one or the the mean one or the shy one. She's just kind of like aw- like generically awkward. Mhm. Mm-hmm. She also has a button down with a sweater over it, which means she's a go-getter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like determined. Yeah. yeah. So Vicky could be the main character. I guess it's, I think a lunchroom scene is a pretty good way to introduce them four. And then maybe, actually, maybe they should meet the coven in the lunchroom. Well, I I think maybe like it starts off like everyone's like coming into the lunchroom and they try to sit with the cool kids and they're immediately rejected. And then they go to like their own thing. And that starts the discussion like, we gotta like become cool or whatever like who knows that like who knows how to do that how to be cool and then they see you know the cousin all knowing and all that oh wait guys wait can we can we start it with vicky's parents driving them to school very classic <gasps> yes yes and you know of course they're like frankenstein and frankenstein's bride and all that shit yeah yeah her dad doesn't even talk he's just kind of like lurge from the adams family <laughs> yeah 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 Maybe we fully breakfast club it. Maybe we just have each of them, like, you know, be drip, like, <laughs> maybe we just have each of them be, like, dropped off at school by their parents. Oh, my God. I was going to say, have either of you seen Lemonade Mouth recently? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. It... You know, <laughs> what? not recently. However, I've seen it many times because <laughs> of my sister. I love it. It opens, like, the breakfast club where there's a scene mm-hmm. where every character gets out of the car and they get a little lecture from their parents. So I don't know. I feel like it's cliche, but it fits the vibe that we're going for. Yeah. That's also think... just how high school is too. Yeah. 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 And I think we can lean into cliches because these are monsters. They're not children. They're not teenagers. They're monsters. So it's like, I think we can, I think we can kind of like just put forward these cliches and just have them be there and it'd be okay. Yeah, and also, like, in the writing of the game, like, it's pretty, like, leaning into, like, the cliche high school Mm -hmm. thing and exaggerating that. Yes, absolutely. Um, Not to get too into, like, what the other people's parents are, but I think Oz shouldn't have parents. I think he should just, like, materialize out of, like, the shadows with, like, a bunch of screams and horror and stuff, and he just materializes out of it and, like, walks to school. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Just walks into the walks into the building, because according to his wiki, he is a being of nightmares, shadows, and fear. Oh! But he is also a cute little shy like twink in a cardigan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I th- I think it'd be a cute idea if like the three of them like get dropped off by their parents and they're like, oh, where's Oz? And then like Oz is hiding in their shadows or whatever. And then, oh yeah, like, he, like he's like <laughs> he's like on oh, down here. <laughs> Yeah, can you guys stand together so I can walk through your shadows, please? I guess, should we see the popular kids in the hall? And that's how we're introduced to the popular kids? Mm-hmm. They're walking in slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're walking together, too, just like in the game. Well, then maybe we need to have a school announcement. Like, oh, reminder, prom is coming up, buy your tickets. Get a date or you're a fucking loser forever. <laughs> yeah, they could literally say that. <laughs> And then probably we should have some kind of comedic classroom scene to introduce um, the other uh, side characters that are in this. Maybe we could also use the classroom scene to introduce that they're losers. The wolf pack can probably be in there and bully them. Yeah, like maybe they're doing like a presentation and like everyone's just like talking and like throwing shit at them. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. at lunch, should we say they are going to approach the coven? I think, yes. But I think something should make them despair enough that they should consider approaching the coven. Because I feel like the coven is not liked by anybody in this school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Or fair. they're liked by very few people. Yeah. 
because they're human and also they thwart evil. Yeah. I don't remember which of you said it, but I liked the idea of like one of the the losers like going to the the popular kids' table and like trying to sit down with them. I think Amira would do that. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. She's confident. She yeah, she's obviously very confident. I feel like she would try to go up to Vera. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I think she, like, would sit down next to Vera and, like, say some kind of, like, pickup line, and then Vera's snake would, like, bite her and infect her with venom. <laughs> oh, I feel like they should approach the coven. The coven could be, like, like, this is great timing. We had something for you as well. And then maybe we <laughs> get to go into the coven's lair. Maybe they have to do a spell so they get magically sucked into a broken toilet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like graffiti runes or like sigils on the wall. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I just thought of I just thought of this line where it's like one of the one of the coven girls like sees like oh man someone fucking cut a glory hole in one of the one of the sigils. <laughs> Hang on, and they like draw one on the on the wall and then they get sucked into the lair. Oh my god, I love that. So remind me, does Vicky fall? Is Vicky falling in love with one of the coven? people she's falling in love with joy right that was what i pitched we don't have to keep that but i like i like that of that yeah Yeah. i think it could be an interesting aspect of like say vicky like has a crush on joy Mm -hmm. but she had for this mission's sake she has to go after someone else yeah who like maybe she's not totally into and that could create drama later i agree yeah maybe yeah maybe vicky fails her mission because She's too caught up in, on Joy. Yeah. Like Ooh, I, I really like that. I think it should start with them explaining this, like, apocalyptic-type prophecy. And mm-hmm. then after all that, they're just like, well, who gives a shit? And they're like, "Yeah, well, we need you to go on dates. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't care up until this point. Like, we'll mm-hmm. make you hot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. For, like, a we'll make you hot thing, can we have, like, a joke where, like, I don't know, Vicky wears glasses and they just take it off and that's it? <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, like, the only thing they do to her is they take her glasses off. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, the teen, like, makeover thing, it's mm-hmm. like, no, you can't have glasses. That makes yeah. you fucking ugly, like, stop that. <laughs> and, may- ooh, maybe they can even, like, take her eyes out and give her new eyes because she's a Frankenstein. <laughs> What's the first mission, then? Because I feel like the party should be maybe a little midway through. Yeah, I agree. Maybe the coven uses their magical powers to pull some strings, like, behind the scenes during class. And so they get paired up with their respective partners, like, in, like, a group project for just the two of them each. So some, like, fate-weaving magic, kind of. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Also, maybe the coven like gives them information about like what these what these people like and like you know how to act around them. I think them telling them what they like to could lead them to going to the shopkeep. Oh yeah, because then yeah, because then whoever likes Damien, they'll like get him something there. And mm-hmm. oh, maybe yeah, maybe the shopkeep can give them each like the relics or whatever that's needed for i don't know whatever the like apocalypse ceremony at prom is i think we should introduce i I had this idea i think we should introduce the idea of zoe being like the main catalyst like at some point in the movie where whatever the artifacts are made of like reacts with zoe or something or like whatever kind of magic they have in them like makes her kind of freak out and mm-hmm. we don't know that we like we, we we see it happen at some point in the movie and then we put it together at the end of the movie it was like oh shit you know these four gifts were like made of that thing or had that kind of magic in it and now it's making zoe go crazy i think maybe the the four losers could have this idea where it's like oh you know we should also get them gifts because they all seem to like things so maybe we maybe they like have that idea on their own and just like mm-hmm. get these gifts 
and give them to them on their own, which totally like throws the plan. And then so their their first mission is to like be paired up in a project with them. And now that they all think that they're like magically hotter or whatever, then like the project goes well for all of them. And then maybe maybe that's how they get the invite to the big party that's happening. I like that. I just feel like it's a little bit quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of what can go in the middle of those two things. Yeah. Maybe maybe when they talk to each of their um, person they're pursuing, like they mention the party, but they don't invite them. And it's an invite-only type thing, so they have to get that somehow. Oh. And that could be their thing in between. Also, should we oh. should we say who is team like partnered up with who? I yeah, think we should. So. Yeah. All right, um, who is shipping boys? <laughs> who? This is this is the tough part here. I think Liam should be paired with Vicky because I don't like Liam, and I don't really. Vic, yes, yeah. because he is shitty, and she is in love with Joy secretly. So Liam should end up going to prom alone. I think that Amira and Vera would be good. I'm fine with that. I think I like Damien with Oz. Yeah, because yeah. Oz is very shy. And then Brian can go with uh, Miranda. I like yeah. that. So we've got our pair up. They have their crushes. Um, and I guess that there won't be any fighting over... Um, you know, who goes with who in this one. Yeah. I think that with the project scenes, those scenes, you're right, they shouldn't get invited to the, to the party for those scenes. I think those scenes should purely be them, you know, getting closer to who they are paired up with. Yeah. I assume to, like, varying positive to negative results. Yes. With Vicky, I'm sure not at all. With the others... I don't know. I feel like Brian's so laid back that he's just, like, cool with whatever Miranda is doing. Vera, Amira, Oz, they all they all do their things. Uh, what I was thinking was, in order to get them the the invite to the party, they actually, this would, this might be what prompts them to go to the the shopkeep. Because they're like, fuck, how do we get an invite to this party? And maybe they go to Calculester and be like, hey, Calculester, do you who's who's throwing the party and he can be like oh it's scott and polly because he's very nice and he likes to answer questions yeah yeah and so they're like ah polly okay we can get an invite from polly by giving her drugs and they're like well where do we get drugs and like well the shopkeep probably has drugs and so then they go to the shopkeep and then while they're there she's like oh hey you guys want to get are you guys going to that party and they're like all uh yeah totally and she's like all right, can you, uh, when you're there, can you, like, deliver these to um, these four people? And they're like, oh, sure. I really like that. My only worry is that it's too obviously, like, it would too obviously make her the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah true. But I like, true. I like that they go to her to get drugs for Polly. Maybe this conversation just, like, plants some seeds and... They all talk about like their respective crushes to the shopkeeper. And so then she's like, oh, now I have an in. Oh, yeah, because she it doesn't really matter to her who gets these artifacts. Yeah. I just feel like they shouldn't get the artifacts so early. Yeah, maybe maybe post party. Mm-hmm. All right. So then they get the drugs, but and they talk about their crushes in front of the cat girl. So we're in, in agreement that the the shot keep cat girl is the villain who's going to bring the apocalypse. Yes. Are we going to give her like a reason? I think it's because she wants to ruin prom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because prom makes everyone in the school into more of an asshole than they already are. Yeah. And then nobody asks her. I don't know if that's too petty or like cliche. I think that's fine for this. It's funny. Okay. I think it's funny. Yes. Do you think I I thought maybe she can like maybe nudge them to ask her at the beginning and they also ignore her. Oh yeah. Mm. So that adds more like hatred towards them on her end. 
Like, they're all talking about their crushes, and she's like, golly, I wish someone had a crush on me. <laughs> and then they get co- the Coke from her, and they give it to Polly. And then Polly gives them the invites. Yeah. Does that put us at the party, then? That can put us at the party. Because the party's not the climax of the movie, so I think... Yeah. I think the party can be relatively, like, easy to get into. So I guess there's also a coven check-in scene where they're like, hey, uh, we, we're we going... To, or, like, maybe the coven here is like, hey, are you guys going to that party? And they're like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Nobody invited us because they think we're going to try and stop it. Um, <laughs> can you, like... Can you, like, give us any info you get while you're at the party? And everyone's like, uh, totally. Maybe the coven should give them something that, like helps them out in some way i think i I have an idea i think it'd be funny if maybe they give them like little charms or whatever to help them with their stats or or something but specifically vicky is like super awkward and she's like i'm not i don't know how i'm gonna talk to liam or whatever what do i do and so like a early 2000s nickelodeon sitcom the coven is like all right we're gonna use our magic to like be in your mind so we could tell you what to say you know what i mean Ooh, oh, i yeah. like which is added drama because that means joy is giving vicky dating advice <gasps> oh. and yeah. that will get her flustered and stuff i think also one one of the things they should do is they should maybe give them the outfits that they wear in the game oh that'd be really oh, cool yes that's when they all they all have their close encounters with their people that they're trying to romance and vicky has her moment where she's like strikes out with liam because she's so distracted by joy talking in her head and then the thing with zoe happens now what triggers zoe to become to like start opening portals in her body or whatever because i think that should be hinted at that it's like something causes zoe to like reflexively open portals that lets in like horrors from other dimensions i feel like maybe like the only thing that makes sense to me is one of the people already has the artifact like has one of the artifacts i was thinking a similar thing but i was also thinking like maybe it's a kind of material Hmm. that like if it's around her Oh, if it touches her, it, like, she starts, like, reflexively making portals. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the plot to, like, make her make this portal that will swallow the school and the earth or whatever, it's that each of these four people has, like, like one of those things, and they're going to be taking a group picture with her, and when they have their arms around her, like, for prom, when they're taking their prom pictures in front of the school and they have their arms around her it'll cause her to make a giant portal Ooh, maybe it's specific runes or something that has runes on it or just like us like runes in general it's like maybe it's something random where it's just like oh if something has demonic runes on it it like reflexively it's like an allergy for her she's like allergic to for zoe it's like she's allergic to demonic runes and anything that has demonic runes on them like if they have it on them, she starts making portals. And so, like, maybe at the party she bumps into a vase or something that's got, like, demonic runes on him. She could totally, like, kill five people as a joke. Yeah, know? or, like, on accident. And then, like, I think that the portal, like, the first scene at the party should culminate in her accidentally summoning the interdimensional prince. Oh, like, he comes out of a portal? Yeah, like, what, like once, like, the, the horrors have been dealt with and she stopped making portals, like... Uh, the last portal she makes, like the interdimensional prince, jumps out. Mm-hmm. I th- I like that idea. I think it should happen at the end of the party scene, and like he comes into the party and just ruins it, and everyone leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everyone's like, ah, I don't like this guy. Let's go. Yeah, home. This guy's bad vibes. Yeah, I love this. I love the idea that it's literally just an allergy. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and that so can funny. be how. And that can be how, like, Vicky has the realization she's like, oh, shit, they all have this. Because it's like, maybe she strikes out with Liam. Yeah. And, like, she doesn't ever end up giving him her little gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, when she's, like, all dejected, like, right before prom, because she wants to go to prom with Joy, but she doesn't know how to say it. 
like she's looking at the gift that she was supposed to give Liam and she notices like on it there's a demonic rune and she's like why does this have a demonic rune on it and then she realizes oh shit they all have demonic runes on them also just to circle back for a sec I I don't know if it makes sense for her to be allergic to runes because she's like an interdimensional being but I like yeah. what you said about maybe her being allergic to like meteorite or something spacey yeah yeah I think whatever it is it because because well, she or it could be something like totally weird it could be something totally out of like the blue mm-hmm. I just yeah because like she's an interdimensional being so we could even say that she's like allergic to like prime numbers or something <laughs> or like just something fanfic. totally totally yeah. random so then where where are we at vicky is struck out with liam everyone else has sort of you know they were they were doing well until you know the event happened where portals were made and then the interdimensional prince was summoned there should be something between that and prom Ooh, here's what it is it's everyone asking each person out to prom oh yeah yeah, every per- everyone asks each of their respective crushes out to prom, and then Vicky does a bad job and gets re- rejected by Liam. I like that. So they ask, maybe they go to the cat girl, the shopkeeper, and they yeah. pick up little gifts for their respective mm-hmm. partners, and then there's scenes of each of them asking each other to prom. Can they do promposals? Do you guys remember that shit? Yes, yes, they do promposals. Also, I just remember the cat girl's name. Her name is Valerie Oberlin. Valerie. Her name's not cat girl? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe that's what the, our heroes call her. And she doesn't. And she's like, oh, yeah. Cat girl. <laughs> Maybe that's what, she, like, during her, like, evil monologue, once, like, her plan is starting to fall into, like, into into place. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, the cat girl, you are the one, or the coven's like, the cat girl, you're the one orchestrating this apocalypse? And she's like, my fucking name is Valerie. God, you guys are such assholes. <laughs> oh, she's voiced by Erica Ishii. Wow. Oh, we need to bring her back for the movie then, because I love her. Yes. Okay, so, uh, so then promposals happen. This is kind of an aside, but I love uh-huh. the idea of Brian doing like the absolute bare minimum laziest promposal. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Hey, do you want to go with mm-hmm. me? And Brandon's like, sure. I'd love to. And he doesn't even try. Meanwhile, probably Amira is like crafting sculptures out of pure fire for Vera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going hard. She oh, has yeah. like a a beautiful yeah she's like some kind of super valuable ruby that mm-hmm. like is has flame inside it. Mm-hmm. And Vera's like I I guess I'll go with you. Yeah, I'll she's like I already have one of those, but you know, <laughs> I guess I'll go. And then Oz and Dimitri, how do they go? What is their little proposal look? How do you propose to not Dimitri, Damien? Damien. Damien, how does someone propose to that guy? Maybe Oz brings Damien to like a picnic in his nightmare dimension. Oh yeah, it's like something no one would like except for Damien, who's like, in the, "This is yeah. fucked up, but I love it." Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and then he's like, "Man, I always thought you were like some kind of wimp, but you actually live in this like total hellscape. It's awesome." Yeah, you're actually like super hardcore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're actually like super hard (laughs) and now whoa and now i'm super hard oh (laughs) this is this is real dialogue we're writing right here yeah this is making Um, it in yeah this is gonna be in the movie um cassie when you do the recap you have to mention the super hard dialogue i'm writing it down right now they have super hard dialogue vicky's promposal is bad or maybe it's not even bad. It's just half-hearted. Yeah, I think half-hearted. Yeah, she flubs it. Yeah. It's half-hearted, and then, like, Liam, like, at the end of it, he looks at her, and he's like, no, I'm going with the interdimensional prince or someone like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, why'd you even Calculester. bother? <laughs> yeah. Calculester. Yeah, and so then that happens, and then, like, and then Vicky is, like, you know, distraught because she's failed the mission for the coven and she doesn't know if Joy is going to, like, 
like her because or maybe she's all doing this because she wants joy to like her right yeah Mm -hmm. maybe they all report back and all of them are like yeah it went fucking great and then it gets to to vicky and they're like how'd it go and she's like i fucked it up and then joy gets real mad at her oh or something like that or maybe not even real mad at her maybe just like she she says something like very pointed and vicky just like it destroys her where she's just like, well, I hope he's not the one who's going to end the world. So she fails to give the catalyst to Liam. Like, does that not ruin the plan? Catgirl's plan, Valerie's plan? Oh, maybe that's what, like, stops the end of the world happening, like, instantly. And, like, gives them, like, a fighting chance of stopping it. Oh, Cause it's yeah. not complete? Because it's not complete. Okay. I like that. Okay, cool. So then the promposals happen... Everyone is going to prom except Vicky. Vicky's like, you know, Jennifer's body style. Vicky's dressed up in her prom dress, but with no date. In her room crying with headphones. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking like, not in her room, but somewhere else, like in the town. Maybe she was on her way to prom, but she like sat down on a bench somewhere and is just like staring at this thing. I kind of want like a cheesy pep talk from mom though. Oh, yeah. Wait, maybe, this is very silly, but uh-huh. maybe when the mom comes in, like, and she gives her a pep talk, it's not, like, in English, it's in, like, Frankenstein groan speak with, like, <laughs> subtitles at the bottom. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. That's really good. Oh, my God. Wait, so we, we showed the, like, these, like, catalyst material things, like, earlier at the party, right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so, like... Vicky has seen that and like seen what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like she still has the promposal gift thing and she's like, oh, I don't need this anymore. And just like throws it against the wall and it breaks and it really like, reveals on the inside of whatever it was, yes. maybe like a pendant or something. The thing, yeah. like the runes, like fall to the ground. That's when the final showdown happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After we have a bit of prom fun. A bit of yeah. prom fun. That can even be intercut with, like, Vicky's mad dash to prom is, like, everyone looking great and, like, doing their prom things where they're, like, you know, doing the beforehand photos with their dates and then they're going to the Cheesecake Factory and then, like, they're going, like, they're having their pictures taken with each other in front of the the school. Or Vicky gets to the school just in time for the final the 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 fateful picture to be taken and then zoe starts freaking out and starts spitting portals everywhere yeah i we don't have to take this suggestion but i think maybe instead of like pictures specifically Mm -hmm. i think maybe zoe has become prom queen oh no i do like Mm. that because then it would maybe it would give everyone a reason to like go up to her and like congratulate her and be around her Right. And it's like a carry moment. Does that mean Vicky misses all of prom? She misses most of prom. I oh, guess so. Yeah. That's I mean prom sad, but she, when when we she chose it. When we res- when we resolve it though, I think we could be like they could, you know, have a good prom again. That's know? true. There's always the prom after party, which is yeah. the best part. I think yeah, Vicky should get there right as the portals are opening. And she can maybe go up to Joy and say, like, I figured it out, but I need your help. And so they're forced to team up at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh. And what if it's like, what if Joy is like, I need, I like, she's like, (laughs) what if like, she's like, I have a spell that can like fix this. But one of the components is like, is a secret. And none of the girls, we don't, we don't keep secrets from each other. Oh, and then she confesses. Yeah, and then Vicky fucking confesses. She's like, you know, then it's a big moment. I like that. That's good. (laughs) Okay, awesome. And then, so then the the conflict is resolved. The 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 end of the world is halted. Valerie is put in detention. The image of her trying to end the world and then ending up in detention is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think she should go to jail. This is a monster prom world. No, I think, I think this is run-of-the-mill for them. 
Yeah, yeah, like Principal Spider's like, now, now, you can't be doing that. Detention for you. Maybe they could be like, Valerie, this is the third year you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> if you do this one more time, you're expelled. <laughs> yeah, and one of the girls is like, man, we really should have suspected Valerie this year. Who knew? It's so funny. <laughs> Who knew? So then the movie, sh- I think, then ends at the after party where everything, like, Instead of it, like, ending with, like, ah, oh, the end of the year and everyone's, like, graduated and going away and, like, everyone's learned and become adults, I think this movie should end with, like, them going to a sick after party and partying hard. A rager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, like, Joy and Vicky hook up in the bathroom or something. Hell yeah. 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 I mean, they all, all of them hook up with their respective dates. Yes, of course. I think, like, someone spiked the punch and they're all just, like, high-fucking each other. Yeah, and, and by someone, <laughs> do you mean a Polly? <laughs> yes, I Polly mean Polly. Polly and Scott? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's their yeah. after party, I think. Mm-hmm. We, I think we should freeze frame on something. No, we could just rip off Breakfast Club and do, like, the fucking fist up in the air or whatever. I was low-key sort of picturing, like, a Monster Prom style, like, Polaroid montage Oh, oh yeah of course that makes yeah, sense yeah where it's like now that they're all pals with the main characters they like you know go do all this shit together and you know oh like in the we credits. have a cute yeah yeah we have like a cute credits polaroid montage where it's like you know some good song is playing over it and we see all the other 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 characters you know interacting and having fun together i feel like it'd be funny to show zoe sneezing in like a tiny portal opening behind her yeah mm-hmm. um all right well then it's recap time let me uh let me get into it we open up on a monster high school spooky high where our four main characters oz the shadow person who's made of nightmares brian you the zombie amira the fire girl and vicky the frankenstein girl they're all driven to school by their parents Uh, oz emerges from the shadows and we are introduced to all four of them as they enter school while they enter school they see the popular kids the subjects of the monster prom the monster prom game the ones that you date polly scott vera damien miranda liam zoe and calculester we see all of them in the hall we are introduced to the idea that our four loserish protagonists do not have a date to prom and they have their eyes on the popular kids during homeroom they are established as losers as they are bullied by the wolf pack and they are approached by Valerie, the shopkeep, who asks them if they have anyone they're going to prom with. And they all lie and say, yeah, totally, we've got, we've totally got someone we're going to prom with. Valerie says, oh, well, prom sucks. And, you know, it's for losers. We cut to lunch, where Amira tries to make her move. She goes and sits next to Vera and you know, tries to put the moves on her, but Vera's snakes bite her, and Vera, you know, insults her in many ways, mostly having to do with how little money she has. Our four protagonists think, how can we go to prom with these kids? And then they see the witch coven, and they resort to asking the witch coven for help. The witch coven takes them to their lair and says that they will help them, but they have to do something for them first. The Witch Coven has received a prophecy that a world-ending event is going to happen on the night of prom, and they suspect four people. They suspect one of four of the popular kids will be responsible for this cataclysmic event. Damien, Vera, Miranda, or Liam. At first, our protagonists say, why would we help you with that? We don't care. But then the witches say, well, we will, we will help you with going to prom with them. And so they strike a deal. Later on, the witches use fate magic to make it so that each of our 
from each of our protagonists is paired with one of these four for a school project. Oz is paired with Damien, Vera is paired with Amira, Brian is paired with Miranda, and Vicky is paired with Liam. Though Vicky seems to have eyes for Joy, the leader of the Witch Coven. Vicky reluctantly agrees to go after Liam to, you know, make Joy happy. She wants to do this mission so that Joy will like her. Eventually, they learn about a party that is happening at Scott and Polly's house, and they're not invited. And so they think, how can we get ourselves invited to this party? They do these projects with these people with varying success. They go to Calculester, who tells them that Polly is the one who is throwing this party. And so they realize, oh, the way to get into this party is to give Polly drugs. So they go to Valerie, the shopkeeper, and she supplies them with drugs, drops little hints about her disdain for prom, and our heroes give Polly the drugs and immediately have the invite to the party. At the party, things are going well. The witches instruct them to get closer to their targets and learn if they can see, see if they can learn anything about any plans they might have for ending the world. Vicky is ner more nervous than the other, uh, the other three, and she says she doesn't know if she can do it. Joy casts a spell on her to allow her to speak directly into her mind and says she will coach her through anything she needs help with. Throughout the night, our, our protagonists are successful in their endeavors, except for Vicky, who eventually ends up disconnecting the spell and sitting in the bathroom. Suddenly in the party, Zoe comes into contact with a earthly material that she is allergic to. This allergic reaction makes her eldritch body create portals all over the place, and horrible nightmarish creatures appear from, the, the, from other, many different dimensions. Her reaction is dealt with, and the monsters are dispatched. Just at the very end of her reaction, the interdimensional prince jumps through a portal and ruins the party, and everyone goes home. A few days pass, everyone is getting closer to their respective dates, except for Vicky. And eventually, the subject of promposals is on the table. Each of our protagonists doesn't know what to give their dates as a promposal gift. And so they all go to Valerie for gifts. She gives them each a, a gift that would fit the person they are trying to promose to. Each promposal goes well. Vera's is beautiful and immaculate, and she reluctantly says yes to Amira. Brian sort of just chucks a expensive piece of jewelry at Miranda and asks her to go to prom with him, and she says yes. And Oz takes Damien on a picnic to his shadow nightmare dimension, and Damien is impressed by it and agrees to go to prom with him, and they have super hard dialogue. Vicky's promposal is nervous, stuttery, and half-hearted. And when she presents the gift to Liam, Liam looks at her and says, no, he's going with the interdimensional prince. Vicky is heartbroken because she has failed in her mission. And when they report back to the coven, they, each of them reports success, and when Vicky says that she failed, Joy pointedly says to her, well, I hope Liam is not going to be the end of the world. We cut to the night of the prom. Everyone's getting ready. Everyone's looking great. Everyone is, you know, taking their dates to take, you know, prom pictures with the parents. They are going to Cheesecake Factory. They're in a limo. They get to prom, they're partying, they're dancing. All the while, Vicky is sitting at home in her prom dress, sad. And she gets a pep talk from her mom. After her mom leaves, she looks at the gift she was supposed to give Liam, angrily throws it against the wall, and when it breaks open, it reveals that hidden within it is the material that Zoe is allergic to. She suddenly realizes that each of these gifts she got from Valerie must have that material inside it. And so she 
desperately makes a mad dash towards prom. And she gets there just in time to see that Zoe has been crowned as the prom queen. All of Zoe's friends, the popular kids, decide they want to take a picture with her. They all sidle up to her, put their arms around her, and unknowingly touch each of these little trinkets and objects that have this material she is allergic to, to her body. Suddenly Zoe begins freaking out, and huge interdimensional portals start appearing everywhere. And they start tearing things apart, horrible monsters become, like, jump out of them. But one piece was missing. Liam did not have his gift, and so the plan has not fully come into effect yet, and there is still hope. Vicky approaches the witch coven and says she has figured out who the catalyst is and what is happening. Vicky asks if the witch coven can do anything about this. Joy thinks a minute and says she knows one spell, but they don't have the component for it. The component is a secret, and the witch coven does not keep secrets from each other. And Vicky, thinking fast, blurts out the first secret she knows and is her feelings for Joy. And with that, the Witch Coven completes the spell, halts the reaction, and saves Prom and the world. Valerie is given detention, and everyone goes to an after party, celebrating Vicky and all of her friends for helping save the world. At the after party, everybody hooks up with their dates, they get super turnt, they make tons of memories, and they have a great time. The credits roll with many cute Polaroids of all of the monsters and a great song playing over it. This has been Game Reel. I am your host, Cassidy. I'm Matt. And I'm Annika. Uh, thank you for listening, and go play Monster Prom, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Have a happy Thursday. See <laughs> Thank you for listening to Game Reel. If you've got an idea for a movie about a game, send us a pitch. Our email is gamerealcast at gmail.com. That's real with two E's. Our fantastic album art was made by Brit Soda's Journa. You can find her on Twitter as at Artzoid, spelled with a zero instead of an O. Our beautiful theme music was composed by Chris Kirk. You can find him on Twitter as at Composer Kirk and on Bandcamp at composerkirk.bandcamp.com. Thank you again for listening.